Well, hello, everybody. It must be Sunday because here I am, and there you are. And I don't know where this rain came from because it wasn't supposed to rain. Today was supposed to be sunny and pretty, and it was chilly. But, you know, we've been... So, the last couple of days, you're sweating. It feels like it's August. And then this morning, I woke up, and I, I had closed the windows. Uh, I don't know why I did that, but anyway, I did. And so when I go to open them. I'm like, well, a little brisk out yeah. there. So it was kind of cool. The dogs loved it. The horses loved it. Everybody's like smiling, kind of good. We're done with that hum- humdiddy. So that was pretty good. Yeah. All right. So how are you? How was your week there, Carly? Um, it was good. Oh, yeah, good. I survived. Yay, so, so did I. That's yeah. good. So yeah. Did I. Dog, puppy classes, beginner one classes. Everybody's doing good. So that was fun. The two-legged kid, four-legged kids, Ethel and Gilligan, doing good. Jake, my thirty-two-year-old horse, doing good. All five cats are doing good. That's good. Adelaide's growing like a weed. Yeah. The little kitten, I decided to keep her. So now I got five cats. Oh, well, that's okay. Cassandra's coming October 20th from Alaska with the, with the grandkids. So that'll be fun. That'll, that'll keep Adeline and all the other cats on their toes, I'll tell you that. So that'll be fun. Well, hopefully you had a great week, too. And hopefully you got some questions for me today. So if you got some holler, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. I was on... Uh uh, Twin Cities Live this week, and so that went very well. Uh, those of you, uh, that it's kind of a new rescue, legendsrescue.org, legendsrescue.org. They've got lots of dogs in the system. Uh, they, uh, so go check them out, and it was really good. We had a little, um, uh, she's Boston Terrier and Cheat Tzu. Uh, her name was Sweetie, and she was just a sweetie. She was really, really nice little pupper. So, so go and see if you are looking for a new four-legged kid. Uh, that Sweetie is four years old. And and don't be scared to adopt to older ones. You know, they're done with the puppy mush brain and a little bit of training. And, boy, you can have a dog that you, it looks like you've had them since they were a pup. So don't be ever afraid of thinking that if you buy get a pup, that's the only way they're going to bond to you. That's totally wrong, folks. With little, you know, Every dog that you get from a rescue should always enter into an obedience class, at least one or two rounds of that, and then start teaching tricks. Uh, because it all adds up to building a relationship with the dog and you. And especially kids. If you've got kids in the family, kids don't like to heel sit downstage come and all that that's boring to them so you go you get yourself a trick book and have each kid uh pick out a trick that they want to teach the dog and a trick is considered mastered when the dog will do it well with or without the treat they'll always do it for the treat really well but so then uh because don't be redundant you know once the dog learns a trick then move on to another trick and just move on to the next trick and every dog should know at least five to six tricks every dog so so there you go that will keep your dog mentally stimulate them we're going to be talking about that. I found a new book. I just got it this week. It's really a cool book. It's called Brain Teasers for Dogs, Quick and Easy Homemade Puzzle Games. So I want to talk about that. But also, too, I want to say uh, thank you to City Pages. They had Hounds and Hops yesterday up in the North Loop, and I negotiated downtown Minneapolis so well. I was so proud of myself. And so uh, even with all the... The the construction that was there with sidewalks being tore up and stuff, I did it. And it, it wasn't a huge turnout, but, it, you know, who those of us that were there, we had a very nice time. So uh, thank you, City Pages, for Hounds and Hops yesterday. Now, this coming Saturday, I'm going to be up at uh, North Branch for Peterson's uh, Feed Mill or Pets or Feeding... Uh, 
Peterson's Mill, the Pet Expo is the first one they're doing. They're going to have some vendors and, and some food and such like that. That's in North Branch. It's from 9 to noon. And I'm going to be uh, talking from 9.15 to 10 on pet nutrition. And then I'll be talking from 11.15 to noon on dog obedience and doing a Q&A. So please come on up. Come on up. Also, too, uh, free samples. Every time I'm at an appearance, there's always free samples of Nutrisource. And then plus what we've been doing is doing uh, their freeze-dried treats. The Pure Vita freeze dried treats are awesome. And they're even giving a bag of those away that you would pay like seven, eight bucks for. You get a bag of these freeze dried treats. There's turkey, there's venison, there's wild boar. Uh, and then, you know, remember, I've been talking, telling you guys all about the minnows. It's built for cats, but the dogs love the minnows too. And so we've been giving away uh, free samples, of, not samples, but an actual what you would buy in the store. So, so it's really, it, if you got the time, come up to Peterson. Uh, pet supply or feed mill or mill. I'm not sure exactly. So they're going to be calling in and explaining about five o'clock hour. So we'll find out the exact name. I know I just know it as Peterson's feed mill, but I know what they built. What they built up there is, is beautiful garden center, a beautiful, yeah, it's a place to be. It's a destination. So anyway, so Peterson's pet first pet expo this Saturday, nine to noon. I'm going to be there from nine to noon. And then I'm going to be doing a uh, ditty on pet nutrition and a ditty on dog obedience and a Q and a. All right. And then, let's see, I think that's about it. Is that about it? Uh, have you, uh, Carly, have you tried, have you ever used an Instapot yet? Instapot? Yeah. I have not tried okay, it, okay. but I have a lot of friends, friends that okay. have one. Okay, yeah. I've seen it being used. Yeah, I'm getting, uh, Cassandra got me one for Christmas, and well, me and Will, and she said, you know, between the two of you, you guys should be able to figure this out. Yeah. Well, this May, when she came here, she kind of showed Will some of this stuff, and so I'm slowly learning it, but one thing that totally enthralls me, and you know, we have a lot of eggs because yeah. of my girls are doing yes. very well. Good. <laughs> and we get about two dozen a day. Wow. And so uh, you can do two dozen eggs in four to five minutes. Wow. And then what the neatest thing is, is farm fresh eggs peel really hard. Yeah. I mean, no matter, I mean, I've tried the vinegar in the water. I've tried baking them. I've tried doing everything, but they just, oh, all of a sudden you're left with the yolk in your Yeah. <laughs> you're just you like, okay. Yeah. With this Instapot, like I said, four to five minutes, two dozen eggs. All yeah. right. Uh, the, uh, I kid you not, you barely tap it and it, and it, the egg shell just slides right off. Oh, that's it cool. It is so cool. It's so cool. So, I mean, the Instapot to me is well worth just that, that I'm, I could actually have a hard boiled yeah. egg instead of just the yolk after. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that. I'm actually getting what I'm trying yeah, to make. So, no, I was, yeah. I've got a eight quart, an eight quart Instapot. Oh, I've got. so cool. Hopefully this winter, now that I'm not scared of it because, you know, dabble. I'm, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I don't do well with changes. You know, the slow cooker was just fine. Yeah. <laughs> but so now it's going to be at home. It's a game changer. So I, I'll. I'll I got to try you. like soups and stuff. Yep. I got to keep you posted. And then the thing is that it, it cooks so fast. We'll put in a frozen chicken and our chickens are because we butcher our own. Yeah. Are probably about six, seven pound chickens. Okay. And so he put a frozen one in and it was for an hour and a half and it's supposed to be basically done, I guess. I don't, we'll see when I get home. <laughs> but All right. So we'll see what happens. But Yeah, uh, hopefully you're not eating raw chicken. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. He did it, but it was before and it was very, you know, nice and tender. Yeah. And, then, and it fell right off the bone and there was some good taste. Of course, good. too, you got to put some... Uh, some like spice or yeah, something. Well, you know, little, put, yeah, put something in there. So, yeah, like a marinade or, or something. Yeah. yeah. So I'll get better at that. I'll get better at that. Cool. Yeah. So if you got a question, guys, give a holler. 651-641-1071. 
Now, one thing that I noticed, you know, when we were at Hounds and Hops yesterday, is that, you know, you know, the doodles and everything is out there. Everything's crossed with the doodle because people don't want shedding and or they're hyperallergenic, right, hypo or whatever type of thing. Uh, and yes and no, but uh, the bigger thing that, uh, folks, you got any breed, any breed, whether it's a Shih Tzu, uh, any fluffy dog, uh, a Palm, or, well, they don't have as many fluffies in their faces. But anyway, folks, will you please make sure that all the hair is cut away from your dog's eyes on the top, on the side, so they have a clear field of vision, all right? Because the dogs that have are like blinkers on the side or shelves on the top, they and, and in schnauzers, people have put that, it's supposed to be part of the look. Believe it or not, those dogs are more uh, antsy as far as, uh, and they're more sound reactive uh, uh, because they don't have a clear field of vision. They're more reactive by barking more. And so you could take it to, to any of your groomers, you know, and you can have their eyes cut away at any time, you know, the hair cut away from the eyes at any time. You don't have to go in for a full groom. Just keep that. And don't you try it because all it takes is one time for the dog to, you know, jerk. And then now you poked him in the eyeball and you got a whole different ball game here. But folks, I plead with you, please get the hair cut away from your dog's eyes so they have a clear field of vision. And everybody wants that floppy, moppy look. And yeah, it's cute. I get it. But then my poor little Ethel, my three pounder, you know, the, she has a little bit of a dome on the head. Just, well, not even, it's not even a dome. It's just a little bit. But as it's growing, it starts coming down. And all of a sudden, she'll go to look up at me and I can't see her eyes. So then I, you know, uh, take uh, the water, you know, and I, I push it back because usually that's about a week before her next groom is due and so but otherwise because i have my groomer really trim her eyes back i call it an owl cut i have no idea if that's an official word but where it's like you know how you see an owl that the feathers that just flange away yeah. from the eyes yeah okay and that's what you, the kind of haircut or eye cut you want for dogs all breeds and i know like i say the schnauzers have got those certain little cuts and stuff like that but that's cute but it's not functional so if you have a dog that's being very sound reactive uh, to uh, like people walking by, uh, just in the house or whatever, it's usually because they don't have a clear field of vision, and so they start becoming more reactive with their barking. So, so cut, get that. How many times did you, when you were a kid, your mom would say, "Get that hair out of your eyes"? A lot, because <laughs> you know. So I went through a phase. So like first I wanted bangs, mm-hmm. so like I grew them. Yep. And then you know they'd get long, and my mom's like, "We gotta cut those." Yeah. And then. I went through a phase or, and then, you know, as I grew up, I was like, no, I don't want bangs. Mm-hmm. Like they're driving me nuts because I was, you know, I was a volleyball player. I was a mm-hmm. soccer player, you mm-hmm. know, yep. they just, it's yep. Right. Yep. too much, you know, yep. the heat was just driving me nuts. So yep. I was like, you know, as you grow them out, you got to like clip them back or tie them back, back somehow. Right. And, yep. you know, my mom's like, are you sure? We can <laughs> always clip those a little. And I was like, leave them alone. Leave them, She's like, but you can't see. I go, I know, but that's the price I got to pay for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, that's why most owners don't want to cut them is because they look so cute. But it's non-functional whatsoever. And the, and the poor dog is working really hard. And dogs don't see that well anyway because every the whole world is through their nose how things smell and then how they're hearing. And if you take a 
away their eyesight, that really compounds, like I say, they're more barkers, they're more reactive to situations. So make a uh, call tomorrow morning, call your groomer and say, you know what, I, I, Katie calls it an owl cut where the hair, hair is cut totally away from the eyes, so the clear field of vision up above their head and along their side and below their head, okay? All right, so let's run and we're going to come back and like I say, give a holler, 651-641-1071. What is a squirrel's nest called? What is a squirrel's nest called? Be back. All right, thank you for staying with uh, FM 107, My Talk. Uh, remember, all the shows here at MyTalk1071.com are podcasts. So if you're driving and maybe you're coming home from the cabin because you went up this weekend because of fall, the fall colors are starting to come, I don't think we're going to have that pretty of a fall because of all the rain. That I got a feeling that it's going to be like you blink and it's all going to be down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean. Wrong. I've seen like some trees now. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen oh, they're some of them. Are, yeah, like very quickly though. Yep. yep like exactly. all of a sudden, like one day it's still green, and then the next I'm like, whoa, there's red yeah, and orange there. Yeah. What happened? Well, I'm not even seeing red and orange. We just got uh, dull <laughs> orange and dull. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because we just got the. Uh, yeah. I lost my maple tree last year to to the storm. Oh. And so that yeah, that was kind of a bummer. But anyway. So, uh, okay, the, what is a squirrel's nest c- called? Do you have any idea? Squirrel's nest? No. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know, a burrow? Nope. Uh, because the reason why I'm asking this is because the squirrels are going gangbusters. You know, we have black walnut trees in our yeah. yard. And my Lord, it's like a freeway squirrels. You know, it's like, bam, bam, yeah. bam. And then if you listen at in the afternoon, if, you, if it's really quiet, you can hear them, their their teeth, you know, like uh, chomping on chomping the sticks on the, uh, or yeah, whatever. And then, yeah. and then at the bottom of my old, uh, walnut trees yeah. are all these shells of the nut. Oh, it's just it's it's crazy. It really is. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, no, it's called a dray. D r e y. That's oh, what a squirrel. A dray. a dray. I don't know who comes up with these Interesting. names. Yeah. But anyway, yes, it's a dray. D r e y is thought? a squirrel's nest. Instead of just saying, "Hey, there's a squirrel nest," say, "Hey, blow your." Blow somebody's socks off and say, yeah. that's a dre. And they're going to go, what? They're going to be like, Have you're you making cocktails? that up. Yeah. <laughs> so. They're going to be like, what are you smoking? There you go. Let's head to the phone lines. All right. Sounds good. We're going to talk to Tammy. Tammy has a question about fleas on her dog. Uh-oh. Hi, Tammy. How we doing? Uh, hi, Katie. Uh, doing fine. So it's actually it's a, a foster dog that we picked up last night. All right. And she is five and a half. Uh, months old, and I just came from the um, rescue place, and they gave me some Capstar to give to her, and then, because we have already given her bath, they also gave me some Vectra to put on her tomorrow, but my question is, do I need to worry about my my own dog? She's crazy with flea and tick stuff, but... Well, see, now you got to be careful. Remember, you're dealing with chemicals here. Okay, and so everybody, when they see a flea, they want to bring out the chemicals and it wrecks your environment and it is really toxic to your dog, all right? There is a possibility yeah. that a, one could have jumped off and is in your house and maybe jumped on to your, you know, to your, your pets. There's a t- strong possibility of that. Uh, but, but what you want to do is you be, uh, instead of being reactive and bringing out the chemicals, there's a, many things you can do here. First of all, you got to understand your enemy, the flea. Okay, what they do is they don't live on the pets. What they do is they eat and then they live like along the base baseboards and under couches where there's not much uh, action going. They like calmness, all right? Uh, in the yeah. bed, if your dog sleeps in the same bed all the place, you know how you have your bed or the rug for the dog or the cat? So what you could do is you can get diatomaceous earth food grade. That's diatomaceous earth food grade. You put it in a baby sock, all right? Zip tie it shut. And then what you do is you tap it 
uh, just a light pat uh, on the back of the dog's neck and where the shoulder blades are. One pat there, a pat in the chest area, a pat in the private under the, you know, the private area, you know. Uh, yep. Okay, and a pat where the tail and the butt meet. Okay, and what this uh, diatomaceous earth does is that any crustacean, a flea, a tick, a spider, a, anything that has a crust, when they walk through it, it scrapes their shell and they dehydrate and die naturally. And there's no chemicals involved. So what you could also do is put a little bit in the dog bed or where they sleep. The biggest thing you want to do is vacuum like crazy right now, okay, to catch any hitchhikers or whatever type of thing. So vacuum, vacuum, vacuum. Now, if you have a vacuum, okay. if you have a vacuum bag, make sure the minute that you get done vacuuming, okay, you take that bag out, put it in a plastic bag, you know, tie it off and throw it in your garbage immediately. Get it out of the house. Anytime you vacuum for the next week or so, you're going to take the bag out or do you have a, a bag or what kind of, do you have a canister? What do you got? I have one with the filter on it. So I just dump it, dump the, the canister and dirt out. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then you're going to take that outside. I'd put that in a plastic bag and then tie it off and pay, take it outside and put it in your garbage so you keep everything outside, all right? Okay. So then, okay. then water kills flea eggs. So you want to be able to like mop your floors or whatever type thing. Um, with the main track, like if you got scattered, you know, rugs that you can wash, wash them because then that's, we'll take care of any hitchhikers or type thing like that. You could take the diatomaceous earth and, and just lightly, you could take that. Uh, sock that you got the diatomaceous earth in, and you could just lightly, you know, pat underneath like a, a, a desk or a chair or such things like that. So in case there's any hitchhikers, remember they go to the side of the room. They don't lay. They don't live in the side in the mainstream. Right, and okay. so they, and then I would get a flea comb. Now, ironically enough, a flea comb of those plastic ones are the exact same thing as a lice comb. They just come in different colors, and a flea comb is more expensive than a lice comb. But anyway, so I what have you, a lice comb. Thank, think I already have the lice comb. Thank goodness, because my children. There you go. So then, what <laughs> you're gonna? Yeah, really. So then, what, where the fleas want to be is where it's warm on the dog, and there that's between the back legs. And then sometimes along the side, you know, like underneath the chin, you know, under by the throat, you know, because it's warm in there. Uh-huh. And so what you're going to do is you're going to take that flea comb once a day and run it under the chin and down the chest between the back legs and then where the tail and the butt meet on the back on top. And just run it through and then have a jar of water with like a, a couple drops of Dawn dish soap in there and you kind of swirl it. So then if you do grab a hitchhiker, then what you do, dunk the comb in there and that, that dish soap coats the wings so the fleas or not wings, but the legs, so the fleas can't jump out of that water, all right? And then they'll drown. Okay. If you find okay. one, all right? So you're just going to be prepared in case you find one so you don't go, oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, he's on the comb. You just slowly go to the comb and dunk it into that, you know, warm water with the dish soap, all right? And so, okay. uh, see, now, as far as bringing out all those chemicals, you know, you know, I won't put anything in or on my dogs, you know, uh, that I won't put in or on myself. And then especially with a dog that's coming, you know, a new foster dog, the dog is under more major stress anyway. And then you're going to put some yeah. chemicals in there, and that, they, you know, they can... You know, a lot of that flea tick stuff uh, can cause seizures or just, you know, bad side effects. So it's up to yourself how you want to. But uh, there's yeah. a lot of natural ways. You could also spritz apple cider vinegar on the dogs, cats, or whatever you got because that, that detours fleas and ticks. Uh, if you go to my okay. website, the letter K, letter T, letter K, number 9.com, click on radio show and, and, and scroll down. I have a lot of natural ways to repel fleas and ticks. All right. So then that way there you Where- can. 
Okay. Okay, yes. And you, if you forget, just Where go Where do I buy the... The diatomaceous earth. Diatomaceous earth. Yeah, uh, you, it's food grade. You have to make sure it's food grade. I just get mine online. Yep. I just get mine online. Oh, Otherwise, okay. you could try. Um, you know, I, I really don't know. I know there's some like nurseries that carry it, but that's not the food grade. That's the garden grade. Okay. You want the food grade, so just go online and take a look. All right, and then okay. and, and, and how for often it. do I use that? Uh- well, if you just choose uh, for every every two weeks, you're gonna pat the dog, okay? And then when you every put, if you, weeks, okay. yeah, and if you're gonna remember, it's just a pat. Don't drown him in the dust, <laughs> and you don't want <laughs> okay. you, you don't want to breathe in the dust when you when it's airborne. All right, they tell you to use a mask or put a bandana over your mouth or whatever, or you know, nose mouth like you're in a dust storm. <laughs> but yeah, just just look it up, diatomaceous earth. It really is it's awesome stuff. It's totally natural, and also de- I use it to deworm my horse and, and the barn cat. I use it for so uh, it, it's really it's cool stuff but so that's why like I say try not to do like the uh, the flea tick stuff but you know everybody hits the panic button oh my gosh fleas but that flea comb is going to be your best bud if you want to do it once in the morning and once at night you know you can stay on top of the situation being that you're it's not like the dog has lived in your house for about a week and now you're saying oh oh <laughs> so yeah you, so you're you're less likely to have anything you know major happen here so everything should come together and then also you don't need the flea tick shampoo what you can just do is just use regular I use Espanol uh, 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 shampoo for dogs and what you do is you, you get the dog all uh, you know wet, wet it down in warm water and then lather up really good with the Espanol it lathers really nice and then what you do is leave it on for three to four minutes and if there's any fleas that are on them what it does is, is the soap the lather suffocates the flea all right. So then, when oh, you okay. hose, then when you hose it off, rinse it off with warm water, then you then you'll be seeing anything in the little critters there as you're rinsing rinsing off. But see, everybody wants to reach for the chemicals, and then, but the thing is, is that <coughs> not healthy for us as we're putting it on. It's not healthy for the dog either. So uh, another quick question. Sure. So if I since if I'll go to buy it online, but in the meantime, can I use the apple cider vinegar on it? Do I just spray those? Yeah, just put it. You just put the apple cider vinegar. That way it repels. It doesn't. It doesn't kill fleas. It just repels. So okay. you're making your restaurant like you, the restaurant of your dogs or whatever, where the fleas don't want to go up onto them. Type thing is what what it is. So the diatomaceous okay. earth, like I say, if you got uh, what do you call it, uh, Amazon Prime, you know, and you can have it tomorrow afternoon. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. and so yeah. So just make sure you get food grade and then get a baby sock. Put some in there, zip tie it, and then start patting. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. If you get any other Thank questions, just out. yeah. If you got any other, just give me a, a call up at Katie's Canines. Okay. If you if you okay. need any. I other. just want to also say, Katie, I um, tried those freeze dried minnows for my dog. I yeah yeah to you last weekend, yep. and she absolutely loved. Is that, it? Isn't that so. crazy? I know they just yeah. go nuts over, and it's billed as a cat treat, but the dogs are yeah, just I having actually, a. Yeah, the dogs are having a great time with it. It's just great. So thanks for that little plug yeah. there. I appreciate it. Thank you. All <laughs> you right. Bet. Have a great day. You bet. Take All care. Right. Okay, folks. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Where are we at here? Okay. What does DVD stand for? DVD. We'll be back. All right. Thanks for staying with the KDK9 Show. I'm live here every Sunday from 4 to 6 Central Time. And remember... It's podcast. All the shows here are podcasts on mytalk1071.com. Just go to my mytalk1071.com. Go, click on the Katie K9 page and you can get all my past shows and such like that. What does DVD stand for there, Carly? Disc video disc. Disc video <laughs> disc. You know, I never gave it much thought what it does mean. <laughs> digital video disc. Nope. Dang it. It's digital. You got the right. 
you got the disc. Visual. And then you got no and then you got the disc, right? So you got uh I got the digital, D's, right? You got the digital and you got the disc. But it's called a versat versatile. Oh. It's digital versatile disc is what it is. Okay. Okay, I never knew that. Interesting. Yeah. Lord knows I got yeah. enough of them. <laughs> right. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> I've got movies. a I've got a handful <laughs> of them too. Yeah, there yeah. we go. There yeah. we go. Crazy. Okay, here, let's head for the if you got a call, folks. I mean if you got a question, folks, give a holler. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Who's up next? We're gonna talk to Sue. Sue has a question about her dog who's eating sand, rocks, and tar. Oh, that's not and then good. having diarrhea. That's not good. Yeah. Hey Sue, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Okay, what kind of pupper do you got? Uh, she's a five-month-old golden retriever. Okay. And how long have you had her since a pup? Yes. All right. Since eight weeks? Yes. Okay. Uh, now, what food are you feeding her? Uh, it's a... Shoot, now I don't know. Um, we were feeding her Ukunuba puppy, but we switched it to another puppy large breed. I'm not sure what brand it is. Okay. Okay. And uh, did you notice that once you switched the food that things went upside down? Or has this just been her from the very beginning? Oh, you know, I thought it was from the very beginning, but now I don't know. I, have, right. I don't have any answers for you. Okay. <laughs> because anytime a dog eats, you know, things they're not supposed to, sands, rocks, just what you're saying, usually that's an upset, a disturbance in the gut system. And so what okay. you need to get the dog on uh, a good food that, that, you know, that's easier on the stomach. And then you need a probiotic. You need a digestive enzyme. You need, I would put extra virgin coconut oil also, because that takes care of any inflammation in the gut system. Because the okay. stress of, number one, uh, being weaned from mom, okay, and then... Mm-hmm finding a new home, you know, with you. Okay, where's my mom? Mm-hmm. Where's my little mate? That's more stress. Okay, who are you? Where am I at? That's more stress. And then uh, the vet, getting all the, the, the shots and all that stuff. Okay, that's more stress. And then the gut can take a header and can't replenish the en- enzymes. And then they start eating. Dogs are, are masters at, they try to find what they are lacking, whether it's minerals or whatever type thing. And so when they start eating stuff like that, that screams that their digestive system is upside down and sideways. And so that's why you've got to start getting, uh, like I said, I would, you know, one of the foods that I would try was the Nutrisource puppy for large breeds. The Nutrisource has okay. a, a puppy for large breeds. And so, uh, because that is really good. Another thing too, sometimes the dogs have a hard time breaking down the hard nuggets. And then you remember when you okay. feed dry food dry, that's like eating box of saltine crackers and then they got to go over and drink a buttload of water to compensate for all the dry matter so a lot of times okay. by what you put let's say it's two cups of food into the into the bowl and then you go put uh, hot tap water on it till it floats really nicely and put it aside now with that nutrisource puppy food the for large breed it's going to take about a half hour to absorb all the water okay and then what you're going to do is fluff it with a fork Feel it, and you want it soft. Okay, so then you fluff it with a fork. Put all your supplements, your probiotic, your digestive enzymes, your extra virgin coconut oil. Okay, and then mix that up, and then give it to the dog. All right, and so there okay. you can go do 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 do. Yeah, you can go to uh, my go to my talk one zero seven one dot com. Go to my show page, and then my website is there. Just click on that. If you hit radio topics, I believe that you know there's some some of the products that I really really like are on that page. All right. Okay. And then you can also you, do you take a probiotic? Okay, you can give them yours if you want. Oh. Okay, whatever. Okay, okay whatever uh, it says for humans, cut it in half. 
But All because right. it, but because your dog's system is in the toilet, cut yeah. it out, cut it in half first when you slowly start adding to what it should be in half, and then double it for I would double it for six weeks. Okay. You know, uh, and then go back to just regular, and then also she needs to get on a good fish oil for their omega threes and sixes. So okay. Do you take fish oil? I do. Then give it, share it with the dog. <laughs> okay. And so for I, her, and I do that with our older golden retriever. I just. Poke yep. a hole in it and squeeze it on her food. Okay, and that do it do it for this pupper too. All right, but the bigger okay. thing is is that like when they start, it's called pica p i c a k p i c a pica, and and that's eating things that they should not be eating. So like you know, dogs have a sock fetish or whatever type thing. But usually it's the rocks and like you say the tar and stuff like that. That their their gut is screaming for help is what it is, and so that's okay. why I would try that Nutrisaurus large breed puppy and then all the things that we discussed, and then that's a good start. Another thing to add is organic. Apple cider vinegar. And for this, okay. how many pounds is she? 25. 25. So you can build to like a teaspoon a day. All right. Okay. And then as she grows, you can build to a tablespoon a day as she and grows. Do I put that in her food? Yes. Yep. Yeah. You just add, if you're going to start watering the food down now, so it's, she's not eating a, brown, a hard nugget, so you yeah. can put all your supplements in. You could just mix it in with that. Otherwise, as supplements you can mix with either plain yogurt, but yogurt doesn't have enough probiotics to do any good. All right. Like obviously, okay. it's better than chocolate. <laughs> but yeah. yeah but Eddie, so if you have, I tell people they have a hard time, you know, with the stuff. Uh, if you're not going to rehydrate your dry food, then you either use canned pumpkin or you use plain yogurt or some dogs like Greek yogurt. So that's how you, okay. get, you give it to them. But that's what, yeah, the apple cider vinegar, that's huge, you know, because it's a fermented food and that really helps the gut, the gut system. Oh, sure. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Okay. okay. And what does, wait, can I just ask real quick, sure. what does pumpkin do for dogs? I mean, our dogs love pumpkin. Right. And pumpkin surprises me. Yeah. But. No, pumpkin is a miracle. Whereas if a dog is, has the runs, it's, it's, it, it, it gets everything back to normal. And if the dog oh. can't go, it gets them going again. I don't understand oh. how it works, but huh. it works. And it's high in fiber. All right. And for some okay. reason, I have not met a dog yet that does not like pumpkin. And I don't, yeah, it's the funniest thing. And it's great because it's great for giving, uh, you know, uh, pills and stuff like that in case they won't take it otherwise. So, but yeah, pumpkin's okay. awesome. And so, yeah, if your dogs eat pumpkin, that's a great fiber for their diet. That's really, really good. Okay, yeah, the cat likes pumpkin too. Oh boy, you got one good. That's a good cat because cats are so finicky. I've been really lucky with my cats because they eat so many different things that they will. Mm-hmm. My most of my cats will put down eat whatever I got. But a lot of people, if they've been feeding the same thing to their cat for any length of time and I'm not giving them different textures, different smells, they have a hard time getting the cat to do that. But okay. so that's why variety, variety for cats and dogs is a must. All right. Okay. So, yeah, so Thank that's what you, you got to so do. Much. You got to change the diet, get those supplements in, and then and do it for at least two to three. I would do it for at least three months every day. And then you can start going down a little bit from there because you got you to gotta really build that gut back up again. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, people just don't realize. Same with, you know, humans. You, you know, we start... Uh, I try to remember to take, because my dogs get the apple organic apple cider every morning, and then I'm doing all their supplements, and I'm and then, but I, what I've been trying really hard that when I'm pouring it for the dogs, to have my spoon right there so that I'd put it on my spoon and then chug it. So that's what, try to remember to do that, but I try really hard to, because apple cider vinegar is so good on so many levels for both the dogs, cats, you know, humans, because of the fermentation, so.
Do you take apple cider vinegar? I don't. don't. No. It's supposed to be the the I should. of everything, yeah. you know. So and it does. I got I can honestly admit. You know, one thing that I found out that really is uh, unbelievable. I've got a couple friends that are diabetic. Yes. And so that that really levels out your sugar levels, apple cider vinegar. They have huh. got back on their insulin huge by taking apple cider. Now, how much they take a day and how often I, yeah. I haven't asked. But anyway, but you people out there with diabetics you know google that in the natural world is that how apples organic apple cider vinegar really helps with the the sugar how does it matter what type of diabetes you have because they, you know there's type two, one and type two, two. right and yeah the, and I, I one friend has one and one friend has type two so oh, okay well so yeah and so I they, guess they, not they, then. the one the type Two is the one that got into the apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's, uh, she's trying so hard not to be on anything. Insulin dependent. And changing yeah. her diet. Yeah. Okay. And, and so and she was just amazed. And the doctors were even amazed. You know, she went off to the side on this because, you know, your traditional doctors. <laughs> she you know, went rogue. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're so, not supposed to yeah, do yeah, that. I know it. And so she was just blowing away on how her numbers, because it, it helps stabilize the sugar and, and works with the pancreas and such like yeah. I have no idea. There again, don't know how it worked, but it did. Not a doctor, but yeah, I don't know. Why not try it? You can't. can't, It doesn't do any. This that's what I get. It doesn't do any harm. There's no way it can hurt you. All it can do is it either it works or or it doesn't. Does yeah, but it can't. Right, you. exactly. That's the thing. Same with you know digestive enzymes and probiotic. You can't OD yourself on that, and so that's why. Uh, yeah, and, and a lot of times, if a dog is really in the toilet, you should yeah. do two different types of probiotics because all the probiotics are different. You know, like Garden of Life is different yeah. than PBA. To, yeah, uh, even though they're yeah, yeah. But anyway, so okay, where are we at, ma'am? Trivia, trivia. Yeah. All right, just a minute. Let me turn my page. What should we do next? Okay. What is the largest? What is the world's largest fish? The world's largest fish. We'll be back. All right. Thanks for staying with the KDK9 show. Remember, I'm here every Sunday, 46, answering the K9 questions, occasional feline questions. And uh, everything's podcast. So go to mytalk1071.com and you pet cop. Catch all the podcasts for all the great shows here on my talk. All right. Uh, what is the world's largest fish? Okay, I'm going to give you two two things you can go air bail, right? Okay. Okay, a sturgeon Okay. or a white shark? A sturgeon. Nope, white shark. Oh. <laughs> but a shark is a well, shark. See, well, see, that's what I'm saying. See, I'm thinking, yeah. though, because shark is supposed to be a mammal, correct? Right. Because they bear their young Yeah, lot. yeah, yeah. So apparently, I don't know what a white shark is, so that'll be something to Google. Okay. So, but sturgeons, boy, those suckers get those really, are huge. Yeah, they get monsters. That's yeah. why. That's why I figured. Okay, I'll. I'll yeah, I was like, I would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's so we'll weird. Have to, yeah, we'll have to look up the white shark because I have no idea. I've never, never seen it. But that apparently it is a fish. You know, it's not a mammal. Not a, like in the shark family. So. Then it shouldn't be called shark because <laughs> that is very confusing. From your Misleading. lips. From your Misleading. lips. There you go. Just oh, okay. saying. <laughs> there you go. Okay, let's head for the phone line. Got a question? 651-641-1071. Who's up next? We're going to talk to Diane. And right. Diane has a question about a dog that's shadow boxing. Alrighty then. Hi, Diane. How you doing? Hi, doing well, Katie. Good. And who's the pupper that's shadow box- boxing? I have an 18-month-old, Emma. Um, we adopted her when she was about 12 months. Okay. Um, she was great for the first four months. She's very, very high energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and about two months ago, she started shadow boxing. 
And she's destroying my walls. <laughs> what kind of dog, um, though? I'm what sorry? breed? What breed of dog is she? Oh, Lab- Labrador Retriever. Oh, she's Black lab. lab. Okay, she's a Lab. Okay. Purebred. Okay. And so now, um, do you haven't trained her to a kennel yet or anything? Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, okay. and she loves her crate. Oh, good, good. So when did she have opportunity to shadow box and wreck your walls? Um, uh, primarily, like, when we're getting ready to leave in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she's doing that to every wall, just a, a certain wall, or what's going on? She loves the bathroom because there's lots of angles and shadows, and when I'm hair dry, you know, drying my hair, she's seen... It's almost like um, like if we we're playing laser tag. Right. Do you, or if the other dog is wagging its tail and she can see the shadows. Okay. Do you do, do you do laser with this dog at all? Never. Good. Okay. Good, good, good. Right. Now, now our vet has, has started her on trazodone. And I, you know, I, we have to do something, but I, I'm, I'm not real happy about this. Right. Okay, so was there a trigger that, uh, uh, okay, you got her, what, you said at 12 months? Uh, yes, we adopted her from a, uh, another right. owner. Well, th- well, thank you for doing that. Now, when she came to your house, was she doing this? No. All right, and so how long has she been doing this? About two months. Two months, all right. And so was there a trigger, like, what, think back, two months ago, was there something you know around her in the house or whatever that could have triggered this? Uh, work workers were there workers in the house? You no, know, the only something? change that we've had in our household is um, dealing with senior a senior parent situation. All right. So we have been probably gone more than usual this summer, mm-hmm. um, where she's you know had to be home with her other dog a little bit longer than usual. All right. Okay. That's uh, the only difference that I can, you know, think of. Okay. Uh, has she had any shots in the last two months? Um, no. Okay. Uh, no, I think when right when we got her, she got her 12 months. Right. She was due. Because, no, and she, uh, so a shadow's all over the house that she goes after? Or just the bathroom? Well, she'll, she'll look for him. She'll look for him, you know, and so... Consequently, we keep our almost all our lights off all the time. Oh wow! Okay. But, you know, like at late afternoon, the sun coming in, the sun sinking. I mean, we have a lot of windows in our house, and it's it's horrible. All right. So, does she go after flies? Uh, yes, she would. Okay. Because uh, usually, believe it or not, it's kind of that's kind of a neurological problem. You know, when they have this, or an eyesight problem. Oh. And so, uh, so you might want to have. Uh, the eyes checked, okay? Uh, because first you got to make sure that it health isn't, you know, it's not something in the health. Because sometimes okay. this can happen like uh, like after a rabies shot, because rabies affect the neurological system, and so that could do, you know, that that can happen, and it can happen like two three months after a rabies shot. So oh, anyway, so that's why I asked about the vaccination if she had been vaccinated right recently with you know rabies is the the main suspect of that. But anyway, okay. so so we got we want to rule out that the health she's okay health wise, and then we got to start to try to fix the other thing. But also too because you've been busy, all right. What could have happened also is that. Uh, she's bored out of her gourd, and if she's a high-energy dog, she's created her own amusement because she's just been bored out of her gourd, and you haven't. there hasn't been many people around to 
to make her think, hold a thought, do something with her brain. All right. And, you know, going for a walk is just, okay, we're walking, we're walking. That's not, that's not a brain whacker. All right. And so what you, the thing is, is that you might, you might want to try to do is start, try to fill her head with stuff so she just doesn't concentrate on, uh, other things. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what's that? What's this? What's that? Like, you know, you know how like a, a bored child that's got a lot of energy would all of a sudden fixate on something, correct? And so it's like, yeah. well, where did that come from? Well, all of a sudden, when you take that child, that bored child, and start trying to redirect that child into here, let's t- learn this, let's learn that, I'll learn about this. Now you're redirecting the energies, getting the mind off, and all of a sudden, what the child was fixated on kind of goes to the back door, and then all of a sudden, it goes out the back door, and it doesn't come back again. All right. So that, okay. so what you might want to do, I was going to talk about this. It's a book. It's called, now, have you done any um, obedience work with the dog? We, we had been up until um, like when we first got her until things kind of flared up this summer with my mother-in-law. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, maybe that is one thing I've thought about getting her back into class. Yeah. Because obedience work, but then, but also, you know, he'll sit down, stay calm. That gets boring after a while. You know, you want to use the marbles, you know, you might want to try nose work. That's awesome. Uh, on the run up in, uh, Bl- I don't know if it's Blaine or Andover, on the run has a really good nose work class up there, but that's becoming more popular. You his nose work because okay. now you're getting the dog to do what he was bred to do is follow his nose, right? Okay, there's oh, a book. Love that. Yeah, there's a book out there called Brain Teasers for Dogs and Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman, S O N D E R M A N N, is quick and easy homemade puzzle games. All right. And so that, and plus it's got some tricks in there and such like that you could teach a dog because that's the thing is the, the, it's like in the human world is that when you've got a really bright child, they are the most the ones that are always into something and your your problem child, right? Because they're smart, right. they need mental stimulation, and if they don't get it, they create themselves. So that's why you just you want to look out there like nose work is fine, teaching tricks, doing these brain teasers for dogs, you know. And and you don't have to go buy games. I I don't when people go buy the games, the dog learns it so quick, and then it's like okay, you got something else. You just spent money, and the dog could care less about that. So that's why to be able to use stuff that is around you and that's why this book is really cool like i said i just got it this week and i love it so yeah so look into that so why don't you try that and just see maybe this is out of pure boredom if she's got a high energy and she's just bored get the get a trick book get this brain teaser book uh reiterate you know he'll sit down stay calm uh reiterate like let's say put her in a down in the little kitchen and then you go into the living room and watch a couple you know um rounds before commercials and then call her back in or go back and release her have her do little things for you be around when you are at home okay Okay, and then um, as far as the trazodone, mm-hmm. well, that's up to yourself. I'm not. I don't want to use drugs. I'd rather use obedience and and yeah. making that dog's mind work is what I want. And so that's why I okay. think it won't take long, you know, for you to sit down and start focusing and getting her to focus. And I think it'll really come around for you. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you so much, Katie. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. All right, folks. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be back. I don't have a uh, trivia question, so you have to wait till I get back to give you the trivia question. We'll be